Hey, my fellow true crime fans. If you found this, that means you're probably a fan of the gruesome, a little unexplained, and killers. You might be listening to this on the treadmill or in the car. Maybe you listen while cooking dinner or as you fall asleep at night. Wherever you're listening, thank you. Today's episode is about a young girl that starts out at a Dairy Queen and ends up in the Playboy Mansion. She's a rising star that has a sordid affair that turns deadly. Stick around to the end to find out what happens. Known as the Jewish pimp, Paul Snyder was a pimp and a low-life hustler. He lived on the rough side of Vancouver, British Columbia, but he wanted fame and he wanted more. He dabbled in the drug trade, failing miserably at it. He was a promoter of auto shows and had a perfectly groomed mustache. One day, he walked into the Dairy Queen in East Vancouver and behind the counter stood a blonde bombshell. The shy five foot nine girl next door, she welcomed the advances of an older man. He knew. He finally found his meal ticket. The girl, Dorothy Stratton, was just 18 years old. She was reportedly a girl that grew into her beauty, much like the ugly duckling. Despite growing up on the rough side of Vancouver, she kept her head down, did her schoolwork, and worked hard. She kept a kindness about her that a hard life could have broken. Paul, was nine years Dorothy's senior, and he convinced her to pose nude to send the photographs to Playboy for their 25th anniversary in 1978. Dorothy was quoted as saying, I had never taken my clothes off for anyone I didn't know. It took me about two weeks to agree. Dorothy's photos were loved by Playboy. She was flown to Los Angeles, California for more photos. Her kind eyes, gentle smile, mixed with her girl-next-door personality, landed her the gig. She moved to L.A. with Paul soon after. Dorothy and Paul married in June of 79, just 18 months after meeting. Her fellow bunnies, and possibly Hefner himself, warned her against it. They all knew Paul was no good. She's quoted as saying, I can't ever imagine myself being with any other man but Paul. In August of 1979, just two months after Dorothy and Paul married, she was named Playmate of the Month, and she was the centerfold. She quickly found roles in movies, capturing the hearts of people all around her. In 1980, Dorothy was named Playmate of the Year. The sky was the limit for this young Canadian bunny. She had rising fame and roles in movies. She was on the right track to become the next Marilyn Monroe. After Paul started showing signs of jealousy and control, she started to drift away from him. She separated her financials and career management from him. It angered him. Dorothy took a role in New York to separate further, and the role was in the film They All Laughed. She acted alongside Audrey Hepburn, Ben Gazzara, and John Ritter. Over the months of filming, 
Dorothy fell in love with the producer, Peter Bogdanovich, a much older man. She officially separated from Paul in the summer of 1980. After the movie wrapped up and she moved back to LA with Peter, she couldn't leave Paul in a lurch. Despite who he was, she was kind and wanted to settle things with him. On August 14, 1980, Dorothy finally agreed to meet with Paul to go over their divorce settlement. And people around her protested the idea of her going to their home. She refused to see the evil in people and trusted that everything would be okay. She met with Paul at their former home and she was faced with her estranged husband for the first time. This is where events get a little muddled. Paul pulled a shotgun on her and it was a shotgun that he purchased out of anger after their separation. He was angry that she was leaving him. His meal ticket, his ride to fame, his ability to even stay in the States. They ended up in his bedroom. Now, maybe it was before he pulled the shotgun, just so they could have a little bit of privacy in case his roommates came home. Or it could have been after and it could he could have forced her in there. At close range, Paul pulled the trigger and blew Dorothy's gorgeous face off. At some point, he raped her body. And it's believed that it was after death because there were bloody handprints all over her. Wrought with grief, or even possibly guilt, Paul turned the shotgun on himself, ending his life as well. Later that night, the roommates of Paul discovered their naked, bloody remains. And one of them is quoted as saying, it looked like it was a horror movie, a staged horror movie like mannequins and fake blood. Dorothy Stratton was a rising star and her brightness was snuffed out far too quickly. She's buried in California where her headstone has an Ernest Hemingway quote etched into it. Paul Snyder is buried in British Columbia. Peter Bogdanovich, Dorothy's lover, cared for her family after her death and he ultimately married Dorothy's sister, which they later got divorced but stayed close. He died in January of 2022 from natural causes. And I'll leave you with these final thoughts. Was Paul Snyder a predator, grooming a young girl for his nefarious purposes? Or was Dorothy not as innocent as she seemed, willingly posing nude for Playboy and falling for older men? true crime fans if you enjoyed today's episode please slide over to the five star review button then share all over your social media tell all your friends and guess what a new episode uploads weekly thank you so much for listening